Welcome to the First Right Podcast, a weekly conservative news show brought to you by Restoration Pack. I'm Doug Truax, founder and president of Restoration Pack. Today we are blessed to have a first-time guest, Carrie Lake, Republican candidate for governor in Arizona. Carrie quit her job as a respected TV anchor in the Phoenix area because of liberal bias, and now is speaking truth to power in the Grand Canyon state. Well, hi, Carrie. Thank you for coming on the show. My pleasure, Doug. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. Not as good as you. You're taking Arizona by storm. It's going great. We're happy to see all that. And so much of what you're doing is speaking truth to power and calling it like it is, calling out the media bias. And so before, I want, I want you to talk about that. But before we get there, I want to I run this uh, TV ad you got out there. Okay. Hi, Arizona. I'm Carrie Lake, the Trump-endorsed candidate for governor. If you're watching this ad right now, it means you're in the middle of watching a fake news program. You know how to know it's fake? Because they won't even cover the biggest story out there, the rigged election of 2020. And rigged elections have consequences. We're all feeling it. Soaring prices, a spike in homelessness, and an invasion on our border. I'm the only candidate with a plan to tackle all of those issues and more. When I'm governor, we'll finish the wall, and criminals who cross our border will be sent back. We'll get the homeless out of our parks and off our streets, and no more masks, swabs, or shots to go to work or go to school. Our kids will get a real education, not a brainwashing. To see where I stand on all the issues, go to carrylake.com. Now let's send the corrupt news a lesson and turn them off. Terry Lake for governor. So I would call that I would call that not hedging anything. <laughs> so good for, so good for you. So so is that uh, you're having some great success? Um, is is that the root of I it? I was you just think? I was just having fun with that commercial. I I intentionally put that out kind of trolling um, the mainstream media, the corrupt media. And I only put that out during newscasts just to let people know, hey, you know, if you're watching, if you're seeing this commercial, you must be tuning in to a fake newscast. And I wanted them to know because they're not covering the most important story. But actually, we just put out a new ad today. And this one's going to be airing all over the state of Arizona. And I'm so honored that the new ad we're putting out today um, is an ad featuring my favorite guy, President Donald J. Trump. And he's in our ad uh, talking about why he's endorsed me. And I'm, I'm really excited about that one. Yeah, as well, you should be. And that's a, that's a big deal. And, uh, you know, he sticks with the folks who tell the truth and, and you're definitely doing it. And, you know, interesting time in politics right now. So we, I, I feel like we have most of the political class is being told by their consultants, don't talk about election, you know, uh, potential fraud and rigged elections or anything like that. And, and it seems like a lot of the politicians are listening. So you have this huge disconnect between the base wants to talk about this piece about election integrity, but a lot of the politicians are not doing it. And you are. So talk about your success on that front. I've been doing it since the beginning. It was just a year ago yesterday that I, I threw my hat into the political arena. And um, Wow, what a year it's been. I remember somebody who was in politics telling me when I first started, do not talk about the forensic audit. Don't talk about the 2020 election. Distance yourself from President Trump and whatever you do, don't bring up COVID or question the vaccines or the mandates. And I looked at this guy and I basically kicked him out 
And I took all of his suggestions and advice and I threw it in the trash can and I immediately went down and I toured the forensic audit site and I started talking about our corrupt elections. And, you know, people have finally caught up. We're seeing some more evidence every single day come out, including with the true the vote people. So I think I, I just realized if I'm, I didn't turn my life upside down, walk away from my high paying job in the media because it's so corrupt. and then decide to walk into politics and start lying to people. We got to start telling the truth and we need leaders to tell the truth. And if you can't talk about the biggest story out there, the biggest story of our lifetime, our stolen elections, where we don't get to pick our representatives, somebody else is picking them for us, then, then what good are we? What good are we as Americans? So I'm all about the truth. It's resonating with the voters. We're doing quite well in the polls. Um, I've, I've earned the endorsement of President Trump, General Michael Flynn, Mike Lindell, Rick Grinnell, Cash Patel, Brandon Tatum, Larry Elder, uh, Senator Marsha Blackburn, and I could go on and on. These are America First patriots who are about saving this country. And most importantly, I'm earning the uh, endorsement and support of Arizonans who are tired of the swamp running this state. Absolutely. And you know, you talk about that election integrity piece, all the uh, Republicans and conservatives that I talk to, they get the concept that regardless of how you may feel about the border or, or whatever else, if we don't get the election piece correct, you know, it doesn't matter. Nothing's gonna, you know, nothing's gonna happen because we won't be able to trust our elections. Who knows who's actually supposed to have won. And then when, it, when the confidence is out of the system, then we're, then we're in big trouble there. So, so good for you for doing this. Yeah. Well, well, Doug, all of the problems you just mentioned are caused by a stolen election. I mean, think about it. it the stolen election has been deadly. And that may sound dramatic, but let me explain. I mean, we've got a wide open border because of that stolen election. We had a border policy and a border plan that was working under President Donald J. Trump. As a journalist, I covered Arizona's border and Arizona for 27 years. Never seen it more secure than under President Donald J. Trump. Joe Biden comes in on day one, he pulls that border policy back and he exposes us to the cartels, the narco-terrorists. We've got fentanyl pouring in by the tons, literally by the tons, poisoning and killing our young people. I, I don't know a single family who doesn't know somebody, whether it be a friend or a family member who's been killed by fentanyl. So that's deadly. That's deadly what's happening. We look at Afghanistan, this illegitimate president, Joe Biden, he pulled us out of Afghanistan in the most careless, reckless way you could ever imagine. And we lost 13 brave men and women in our military. And so the people who are covering up this stolen election I mean, I am I'm appalled by them. They should lose their uh, their status as good Americans because they're not good Americans if they're if they're involved in that. And I go that goes for the journalists out there. I call them propagandists now. These propagandists who refuse to cover what's happening in this election are going to try to bury this republic and bring it down. And we, the people, will not allow that to happen. That's right. That's right. And if they're against the transparency that we're all seeking in this, it's like, well, what do you have to hide? And so that's, that's exactly that's it, right. It's like, it's, it's not that if complicated. Really yeah. was, right. now they call it the most perfect election. Yeah, you know, right. if it really was perfect. You'd want to prove that Absolutely. rather than continuing to lie about it. Absolutely. So uh, you talked about the border. So I want to cover that. I'm actually, 
I was born and raised in Deming, New Mexico, which is if you take I-10 towards El Paso, it's 30 miles from New Mex uh, the, the Mexican border. So I know all about the border situation. Uh, my sister still lives in Tucson. She's a big fan, by the way. Uh, oh, just good. throw, throw that out there and she'll be happy to see that. Um, so, but so, you're, so you're governor. Uh, talk us through what you're going to do for the border there in Arizona. Well, I, I think my, the title kind of says it all. My title of my border policy is called Defend Arizona. And that's what we're going to do as a state. That's what our U.S. Constitution allows us to do. We're being invaded right now. And the federal government is supposed to protect us from an invasion, but they're failing. It's a dereliction of duty of the Guarantee Clause, Article 4, Section 4 of the United States Constitution. But our founders were so brilliant and almost prescient in, in when they put that together that Article 1, Section 10, Clause 3 provides us a remedy, and that is when the state can step forward during an invasion and protect their own citizens. And so we will do that. And we're going to, on day one, issue a declaration of invasion. As soon as I take the oath of office, I'll remove my hand from the Bible and I will issue a declaration of invasion. We're going to get the ball rolling and start to rumble with the federal government if we have to. We will finish President Trump's wall project. There's 20 miles to complete. We're going to take the materials that are sitting in the desert that we, the people, paid for. We're going to take those back and finish the construction of that wall. And I will take the Arizona National Guard and put them on the border and prevent people from coming across. Currently, the Border Patrol is just accepting all of these people. They walk over one group after the next, after the next, in, in waves of people coming across, and we process them and take them in. We're going to stop them from coming across. They're not coming in. And we have the right to do that as a state. Additionally, we will work to battle and, uh, with the cartels. They're not going to allow, we're not going to allow their drones to cross over the border, drop off drugs, do surveillance and uh, intelligence and find out where our border patrol and our law enforcement are. We will shoot those drones down and we're going to blow up the drug tunnels so that they can't continue to use them. It's real easy. You just take it seriously. But unfortunately, we've got governors who are weak. We have weak Republican governors. We have destructive Democrat governors who refuse to protect their citizens. And that all stops in January of 23 when I take office. Yeah, good for you. Well, weak Republicans are no conservatives. They're just abetting right. the problem. And there's so many problems. The border, you know, the election transparency, the culture, you know, you're taking that piece on, the Marxist ideology in the school, in the schools and CRT and everything else. Just give us, give us your, a snapshot of where you are with that and what you would see as governor, how you would make some changes there too. I am I'm absolutely appalled. And I brought this up about a week ago. I was speaking to some of the great citizens in young Arizona. And I just read that uh, the Joe Biden administration is going to dangle um, federal money that is meant for the school lunch program. And he's going to pull that away from schools who need it if they refuse to adopt this outrageous um, grooming, sexual grooming of our children, these outrageous policies where they're pushing transgenderism and inappropriate sex education. And because parents are wisening up and they're getting on the school boards and they're taking control of the curriculum and, and state lawmakers are now getting involved and they're doing bans on CRT when it comes to curriculum and pushing that agenda and helping for, to take back parental rights so that parents have the rights again. Um, because that's happening at the state and local level, 
the Biden administration is trying to figure out a way to combat that. And the way they're doing it is by dangling our federal tax dollars and saying, we won't give you the money for your lunch program. It's despicable. It's absolutely despicable because you remember that federal money that they dangle in front of us like a carrot is our money. It's the money they take from our paychecks. They take it and bring it to Washington, D.C., and then they dole it back out to us. And now they want us to accept this outrageous agenda to poison our children's mind. Uh, it's it's a perverted agenda. They're trying to hypersexualize our children. And we mama bears and papa bears will not accept that. We will not take it. I would rather say no to those federal dollars than allow them to dictate this kind of an agenda on our children. It's just not going to happen in Arizona. Yeah, good for you. And that's exactly right. That groomer phrase is what we need to use. I, they do not like that for good reason, because they know we're onto them. And that yeah. kind of stuff, you know, from when we grew up as kids, it's like, how did we get to this place? It is so ridiculous that we just need more people like you standing up and saying, no, no more. That's enough of that. It's just ridiculous yeah. what you're doing. We're, we're going to well, we're ev- ruining a generation of kids. Yeah, everyone's with us, Doug. I mean, they try to make it look like we're in the in, right. in the minority, but we're in the majority. People don't want it. I mean, we remember when we were in school, and I'm assuming we're about the same age. Um, I can't imagine having this twisted stuff thrown at me in school. Right. No wonder we're seeing our mental illness spiking with our children. They're going into school. They know this stuff doesn't make sense. It's totally inappropriate. Let our, our little ones be little ones. Let our children be children. We want, when, when they need a G-rated education, we don't want an X-rated education being right. presented right. to them. And we want actually our kids to learn, learn skills that they can take into the real world so they can grab all the opportunities they have and live a, a fulfilled life and a life um, where they're using their God-given talents. That's right. And, and standing up for them takes strength. And you obviously have it, Carrie, and it's, it's displayed mostly what... We like the most around here is when you take on the journalists, the so-called journalists who are actually <laughs> pundits, you know, they're, they're displaying their ideological bias and you take them on, which is great. So why is it that more conservatives don't do what you do on that front? Well, I, I'm not I'm going to not try to criticize people because I did have 30 years experience in journalism. True. So I understand exactly what's going on. I know how they're trying to twist things. And now it's sad. They come, you know, the co- corporate media, the corrupt media comes at you and you can see their agenda in the way they ask the questions, the way they word the questions. You know, if they're going to talk to me about my uh, border policy, you would think they would ask a question like you did. Hey, tell us what it is. How's it work? Maybe they'll ask some pointed questions about financing it and how do we pay for it? And, you know, I expect hard questions. I'm not afraid of a hard question. And the funny thing is I'm a pretty measured, calm person. I don't think I lose my cool all that often. But when I do an interview with them, for example, uh, I, I call the Arizona Republic the Arizona Repugnant because that's just what it's become. You know, I'm talking in the manner and the tone that I'm using with you right now in my interviews with them. And the headline is rage politics, (laughs) Uh, you know, anger fueled candidate. And I'm thinking, wow, I you know, they haven't yet seen me angry. Wait until they see me angry because they won't know what's hitting them. That's right. That's right. Our headline back is thin skinned journalists. Right. They can't handle it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> You're supposed to just sit there as a conservative and take whatever they dish out. Yeah. No, yeah. But I do encourage um, <clears throat> I do encourage um, all conservatives to push back. Just push right back. Um, yeah. You know, there's no need to take the abuse. 
There's no need to have them twist your words. And I also recommend recording every interview you do. Right. Invest in a microphone, invest in a camera, have a, have a staffer or somebody record that interview. I actually have started doing that. And I showed up at um, a television station to do an interview. They wouldn't let me in because I refused to show a vaccine passport. So we had agreed to do the interview outside in the heat, which was fine with me. But when they saw that we had brought our cameras, they refused to come out and do the interview. And that tells me they're afraid of being exposed for being yellow journalists. Why wouldn't they allow me to record that interview that they are recording? That's right. That is such a great idea. And I've thought that so many times. Just record them back. There's, a, there's no way they can do their selective editing because you got the proof. So yeah, that's great. But th that's what it is. They want to be able to control the whole thing and you're taking the control out of their hands and yep. you're putting it back in a, a, the place it's supposed to be. So, well, that's fantastic. And last question. So you were talking earlier about the political consultant that gave you all this advice and you basically just said, no, I'm going to do the exact opposite, get out of here. Uh, wh what's it been like for you too to go from that great career that you had to now the political world? You know, what's been a couple, you know, what's been the most surprising thing once you entered the political world about, oh, that's not exactly what I was thinking it was going to be or something like that. Yeah. Oh man, there's so many, there's so <laughs> right. many things I've learned. I came from the corrupt news media. Right. So right. maybe I, I'm prepared to go into this world. Of course, I covered the politicians, but being on the inside, I've learned a lot. Um, you know, we've got really corrupt uh, consultants in Arizona. They are the, from the McCain machine mm. in the McCain era. And I'm not using any of those people. As a matter of fact, I, I didn't have a consultant for the longest time because I said, if I can't find a consultant that is America first, then I'd rather not have one. Now, I finally did find somebody um, who, who's helping us out. But that, that first person who gave me that advice, he wasn't really hired. He was kind of volunteering his advice to, to me. And I when he told me to back away from President Trump, I looked at him and I said, I will never back away from President Trump. He is the man who woke people up. He's one of the greatest presidents, if not the greatest president of all time. Um, he's up there and I will never back away from him. And so I just, I mean, after that one meeting with him, I never saw him again. I just said, this guy's out of his mind. He doesn't know anything. Most of these consultants though are, you know, sometimes they're 25, 30 year olds. They, they come in from another state and they don't know anything about right. your state. I've right. covered Arizona for 27 years. I'm a mom. I'm raising a family here. I'm not going to have some consultant tell me how the people of Arizona feel. I know because I am a person who lives in Arizona and I've been a part of this community for a long time. Um, I've, I've learned how seedy and, and gross politics is. You know, the attack ads that are coming at me. They realized very early on that I was a threat. And two months into this, they started running attack ads, which is pretty early and unheard of in politics, especially statewide politics. I've had $6 million in attack ads directly aimed at me. And my numbers keep going up. But they knew I had very high positives because I've covered Arizona fairly for 27 years. And they're intimidated by that and threatened by that. I think we're at a point in Arizona, a critical juncture, we can either... We're at a Y in the road. We can either go this way and follow the old McCain style dirty politics, or we can go this way and we can go with we the people, America first policies that will get us out of this mess. And somebody Doug recently said, well, you don't 
Kara, you don't have the um, you know political experience. And I said, yeah, that's the first line on my resume. Right. I am a political outsider. And it's the people who had political experience, as they say, who got us into this mess. That's right. That's right. And people like you will get us out. And you know, you know exactly what you think about everything. You know what's in your heart and it makes you brave. And I appreciate that. And I know the good people of Arizona will appreciate that too. We'll be watching your race and, and wish you all the best. And thank you so much for coming on today. And thank you for all you're doing. That's great. And thank you for having me on. And if people want to learn more about where I stand on the policies, especially if you're from Arizona, you can head over to carrylake.com, K-A-R-I-L-A-K-E.com. And I'm just really proud to have the America First movement behind me. I'm going to be the most conservative governor Arizona's ever seen. And that's a good thing. We are a red state. They tried to tell people that we are not by stealing our election. And when I am governor, I vow to get in there and immediately start working with our legislature to shore up our election laws and return our elections to the people and make sure they're free and fair and honest so that when we go to bed on election night, we have a result and we know that our all legal votes were counted and tallied. And we know that we can live with the uh, results of that election, but we can't live with an election that's been taken and stolen from us. And we will not live with the consequences. We will fight until we get truth back in our elections. So thank you for having me. You bet, you bet. Simply put and very true. So thanks so much, Carrie, for coming on. Talk to you soon. Thanks, All right, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for tuning in and for supporting conservative media. Don't ever forget that by working together and staying diligent, we conservatives can bring our country back to true greatness. Until next week, let's all keep praying that God will continue to bless America. First Right, a new kind of news summary without the liberal slant. Every morning, in your inbox, always free. Subscribe by texting First Right to 30161. That's First Right, all caps, one word, to 30161.